It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Angie, let's talk a little bit about house projects and the low-hanging fruit, the things that we may be able to do to boost our home's value without you know, having to tear apart the kitchen or the bathroom or something like that. So the, the easy stuff to get to. How's that sound? That sounds like a plan. All right, let's do it. So uh, these, by the way, were some details I pulled from some Zillow articles and Thumbtack had some collaboration and they pointed some of these things out. So I want to get your opinions on if these are truly easy things to go for. So the first thing is lights. Changing out the bulbs to smart bulbs or you know things like that, things that can save you electricity, viewed as being you know good things that buyers will like and something that can add a little value to the home. Oh gosh, I feel bad. I'm already um, disagreeing with you on the first one. Um, you're you're so already disagreeing. All right, disagreeing. Go for it. <laughs> you know, um, honestly, light bulbs can be expensive. When you get the LED, they are actually required um, per code whenever it's new construction for the builders to put those in, which is wonderful because, of course, they last a lot longer, but they also cost more money. But, you know, replacing bulbs is definitely important. We want to make sure that we have as much light in the home. You know, some homes have great natural light. Others don't, but you can always um, overcome that by just making sure every single bulb in your home works. That drives me insane when there's a bulb out, you know, and especially in professional photos. So, yes, go around, make sure that you have bulbs throughout the home. Honestly, make sure they match too. I know that's a little silly and nitpicky, but if you're in a bathroom and you have a strip of lights, so there's three or four lights, make sure all of your bulbs match. I think that is just the tackiest thing to have one that's like a clear and then a frosted. Um, people or even like that, one that's right? a bright white, one that's a daylight, yeah. one that's a soft white or whatever. It's so silly, but it's the easiest fix you can do and it really just goes a long way. So make sure that all your bulbs have been replaced. Now, if you want to put a little bit more money into it and investment, um, you can make sure that they are like the you know LED lights, but they do just cost a little bit more. So don't expect to get more money back for doing that. But, you know, it's a nice touch. It's funny because I'm somebody who loves tech and, you know, most things like that. But I remember we were renting a home recently like for vacation. And like there was this one home we were looking at where they were they were pumping how how techy everything was. They're like, we have smart this and this and a panel that you use to do this and everything's controlled over here and this and that. And then I was kind of like, I don't want to deal with all of that on vacation. <laughs> I realize we're talking about a home you're going to live in, but it was just funny that sure. I actually had a little pushback in my mind. It was mind almost like, like too much. It I was just like, want to flip the switch. Like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Not trying to. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you. So not saying that that's a bad thing if you've got smart bulbs and things like that, because some people will absolutely love it, and uh, but maybe not worth the investment. I like your direction there. It's less about upgrading the tech and more about just making sure the lights are doing their job of lighting the space, setting mood, and that can be done very inexpensively by just making things match and all that kind of stuff. So it doesn't have to be the latest and greatest tech. Right. I agree with you. All right, so something else that they talked about were faucets, new faucets. So rain shower heads were listed as one of the things to, to do and to check out. And then, okay, so we have a new faucet in our kitchen, Angie. 
and you Aha, just yep. you you just tap it with your arm and oh. it turns on and then you tap it again My and it turns on. That's one of those. That's fancy. I'm still getting used to it, but it's it's I see the benefits. Yeah. It's yeah. it's pretty nice. Uh one thing I really like about it is there's a lot less water that splashes then onto the backsplash and gets you know where your soap and your sponges and everything are on the back. Why is it just not as high power? Like No, no, because you're touching you're turning it off without having to reach over that area to reach the lever. Uh, you're I just tapping the but faucet yeah. itself so your hand is still over the basin. So uh, you're you're, you're not flinging water over to go turn it off if you know what I mean. So there's just less yeah. dribbling down. So it's just it's easier to keep the area clean is what I'm is so far well, what I'm finding. I know someone too with 25 kids I always say jokingly but kind of have a lot of kids um just the convenience too and that's how my girlfriend is you know they have um, those faucets and she just says she's like it's life changing you would never think anything about it like oh is this big of a deal she said but to be able just to quickly tap and when you have your hands full a baby on your hip you know you're pretty much trying to turn on the water and you have no hands available she's like it's amazing so the little things I, I think that's great it, it's far as like increasing the value again you mentioned yeah like maybe the touchless faucets maybe rain shower heads you know those things overall, are you necessarily going to get just a higher value? I think that's tough to fight that point, but those things are really neat and they can help you for your home to get sold quicker, which then of course will create a higher value if that makes sense. So, you know, the quicker you sell your home, typically the highest price point you will get. So yeah, you know, changing out your fixtures just to be newer, updated, that's very important. Yeah, it's very true and uh, very important to uh, make sure that you're kind of evaluating what are the right updates to do, which ones aren't. This one is, I just think, it interesting with the faucets. Too. Yeah, yeah, they're not, you know, it's not too expensive to upgrade faucets oh. and those kinds of things. I mean, everything's relative, but, um, you know, something to think about. I think that the other kind of obvious here, though, is that a lot of these things go hand in hand with the bigger projects. So, like, sure. if you've redone your bathroom, it may have one of these cool, you know, rain shower heads in it because you went through the redo. But right. is it worth it to not do all of the other upgrades to your bathroom and just randomly stick in a big, you know, big rain shower head? Does that really cause that much of an appeal? If you then didn't upgrade everything else around it, does it now feel a little bit out of place? So, you know, I actually, if you are not going to upgrade the overall space, which in today's market, you know, a lot of times we're guiding you to not do those changes and make those major investments, you know, doing the small items like upgrading the shower head or upgrading the faucets really go a long way right? Um, it, it just, it creates a sense of newness, even though the overall, you know, bathroom hasn't been completely gutted and redone. So I, I think it's a smart move. All right. So we've got lights, faucets, two of the things to talk about. Next thing that they listed here that you can do a little project to increase some value. Maybe you're going to agree with this one a little bit more, Angie. Okay. Uh, the landscaping. And they're talking about like cleaning up, just general cleanup, pruning, uh, you know, if you can, add some new shrubs, fresh mulch, uh, fire pits, those kinds of things. They were kind of like, just just go all out on everything you can get your hands on landscaping-wise, and that it'll you know be a big factor and, and benefit for you. In fact, they pointed to um, the folks that go all out with outdoor kitchens, uh, reported that listings, mentioning this in their listing, uh, sold almost 5% higher in price than homes without one. I could see that, but I also, for a person who had an outdoor kitchen with one of our homes that we sold, we lost money there. Um, it, it depends on how extreme the outdoor kitchen is. The kitchen that we had put in not only six months before we ended up selling, um, of course, when we 
put the outdoor kitchen in. We didn't even think we'd be selling in six months, but um, we took a loss on that. It was an expensive outdoor kitchen. Just the cost of like the stone and the tile work can really, really add up. So um, although, of course, the next buyer loved it, you have to be careful and weigh those options of, okay, this improvement, will I get the full refund back? So yes, I 100% agree with you. Will it overall increase your value? Definitely. But also, that can be a very, very large project and an expensive one. So be careful there when it comes to doing something major like an outdoor kitchen. Um, but going back to the landscaping, 100%. You know, first impression is everything. That curb appeal is very, very important. So invest, you know, the money into, you know, sprucing up the mulch or the pine straw, you know, adding some flowers, some touch of color. Um, you don't have to go overboard because even adding like trees and stuff, can add up. Trees are not cheap, and especially depending on their size. Um, but yeah, making sure that those flower and those landscape beds are fresh, they're bright, they pop, they really just, you know, help to overall, you know, improve the look of the exterior of the home. That will go a long, long ways. So really, we need to break those two out. We've got the landscaping side, yeah, and the yeah. outdoor kitchen is really its own conversation, it sounds be, like. Be careful with just I would never suggest that you install an outdoor kitchen for selling purposes. Now, if you have an outdoor kitchen because you've got to enjoy it and use it in the past and now you're selling, that's great. That's a wonderful selling feature. Same thing like a pool. You would never just install a pool to go sell. But wow, if your home now has a pool, that's been one of those things that everyone seems to want this day and age with COVID, right? Because they're uh, been at their homes a lot more. And so now they're enjoying a lot of the amenities at their own home. So yeah, an outdoor kitchen, do not install just for selling purposes. Very important distinctions there. If you have any questions about anything we talk about here on the show, you can always reach out to Angie by texting the word SAVVY to the number 21000. Again, text the word SAVVY to the number 21000 if you have a question or want to tap into some of the show resources. We've got lots of things available for you when you do that. Uh, Just text the word SAVVY to the number 21000 and we'll respond right back. Uh, paint the front door was also listed in these uh, this collaboration as a great way to increase your home value at a relatively easy and inexpensive way. Interestingly, I found this just kind of as a fun little side nugget, Angie. Black front doors have been found to add value to a home compared to similar ones, which is kind of interesting. That is interesting. Um, honestly, I didn't, I guess I've never done the research as far as, you know, this color painted door versus another um, will yield a higher net for a seller. But I do love a good black front door, right? I feel like it's very stately, um, freshly painted, really goes a long way. With with brick, um, right? With brick, it goes well. Yeah, uh, you know, it can go well with a lot of different, um, I guess, exterior I'm going to have to um, look know, at styles, more homes because I feel like um, I don't ever see black front doors now, unless they're on brick homes. Um, I, I personally, I've seen them a lot, but I... It's just interesting to see, and someone clearly did the research that, you know, overall, um, a a black painted front door is going to sell at a higher value versus one that maybe is yellow or red. I I don't know there. So I don't have any guidance there. All I can say is add a fresh coat of paint to your front door. (laughs) And also your shutters, too. Um, If your shutters, um, they very quickly can become, you know, just faded from the sun, you know, beating on them. So if your shutters need to be painted as well, now is the time to do it before you get home on the market. Here's a question for you, Angie. What do you think about um, shutters versus no shutters these days? I think it really depends on the style of the home. I would say a lot more people are going away from shutters. Um, I would say shutters are uh, typically a little bit more traditional, but with some homes, they look amazing. So I think it's more of a style and a taste, Um, but it's something that can easily be 
removed as well and just left in the garage. Um, I know a client, they actually had their shutters off. And whenever it was time to sell, they left them off. But we just stated in the listing that there are shutters in the garage if you prefer to have those added back on. Um, and actually, the buyer did want those installed back on. Um, they did that after their closing. But, you know, I feel like that's a, a little bit more of, um, you know, preference and taste. But I'd feel a lot more people are leaning towards no shutters versus having shutters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. We, uh, we we seem to have some bats hanging out behind some of our shutters. So I'm like, I'm just going to get rid of those things. <laughs> wonder right, what, this, right. wonder what yep. the house would look like without them. And it would get rid of the bat problems. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. um, it's interesting to think about. Also, just it's just less you know color coordination to have to do. And it just simplifies things a little bit. We're all about simplifying things these days, right? So interesting. I was just curious what you thought of, of that. But yeah, fresh paint on the front door looks good. I just always like when the front door is used as that as that chance of for a pop of color but i guess a lot of it depends on the color of the home and that kind of thing so is your is your house paint going to be the thing that pops or are you going to keep things more neutral and then pop with the the door what are you accenting i guess is the idea yeah but interesting i'm gonna have to keep my eyes peeled a little bit more on our dog walks and see all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna start counting angie how many how many black doors there are and we'll, we'll see if we can do an informal report in the future of uh, what, what, what the neighborhoods look like uh let's talk one more <laughs> yeah. one more detail here uh pet friendly items increasing your home value with some of these things so they view a fenced in backyard as a pet friendly item and that is the biggest thing that they talked about that they sell a week faster Mm -hmm. compared to similar homes without a fenced-in backyard. Yeah, I see that 100%. I mean, even, you know, whether it be pet-friendly or kid-friendly, right, we need to cage those animals in, right? Um, Yeah, anytime you have a fence in the backyard, I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. I would say most people, majority, will prefer a fenced-in yard. So, yes, if you have a fence, that's definitely a plus. And we've talked in the past before about people wanting to put in, like, dog bath washing stations and like really going all out for pet friendly rooms or like turning um i saw something really cool the other day like a little um they had turned in the scullery area um Uh but they had turned the lower part into like a dog haven like where the dogs could like crawl crawl in there and they had like in in like big cabinets that then had the doors left off of them but then Uh they put down dog beds inside and had toys in there and like a little you know little area and it was just this whole like little dog station um like the little the the little dog house i guess is the way they were using most of the scullery which was i've seen this you just wanted to say the word scullery. i did i did you've made Uh me a big fan uh of (laughs) both the idea of a scullery and saying the words i know i know it's a fun word I it love is. It. it is. Well, there you go. Some interesting thoughts on increasing your home value with some various projects. Angie, it sounds to me like you really kind of looking at all these things in totality, and I'm guessing this is just a sign of the market. You really just feel that people maybe put a little too much emphasis into trying to make upgrades and that a lot of the time maybe it's unnecessary in, in today's market to, to have to even do them. Yeah. You know, I always say, hang tight. Let us come out to your home first. Let us do a walkthrough and give you guidance on, you know, where should we invest some money into getting top dollar? A lot of these items that were mentioned are um, great ideas, but oftentimes not needed. Now, we always suggest like sprucing up, you know, your landscaping, painting your front door, making sure that all the light bulbs work. But um, like I mentioned, do we need to necessarily make sure we have top of the end or top of the line light bulbs? Do we need an outdoor kitchen? No. So be careful on over improving and doing improvements just for selling because I can't promise that you'll even get dollar for dollar back. Um, So there's a fine line of, you know, getting the home 
show ready for selling and also over improving it. So that's where we come to play. Whenever we meet with you for a listing consultation, we'll give you that guidance, give you that feedback because, you know, our goal in our job is to make the selling process as easy as possible for you. So the less projects we can put on your plate, the better for you. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.